Hey everyone, it's Steve from Experience Milwaukee. This is an episode that is part of a collaborative program we are running with the East Side, and it's called East Side On, which is something that they're doing uh, to help their local businesses with shopping events, workshops, promotions, happy hours, anything they can do to keep everyone connected. Uh, virtually, of course, and uh, if you're interested in learning more about Eastside On, definitely go to theeastside.org and get more information or find them on Facebook and you can get more information there. Um, but we're really excited to be partnering each week and profiling uh, a new business uh, from now into the foreseeable future. So thanks for listening. And now, Black Belt Theater. everyone, it's Steve Glenn from the Experience Milwaukee Podcast. This episode features Mike Vitucci of Izzy Hops. And before we get into that, just want to quickly thank our sponsors, Transfer Pizzeria Cafe, Cos Stereophones, and Few Spirits for their support and uh, dedication to the show. And uh, this, this conversation with Mike is really uh, really gets into the emotional impact on businesses during this time, and uh, really uh, I think puts in, into spotlight his his true personal passion and dedication to his craft. Enjoy it, then get out and safely experience Milwaukee when you can. All right, hey Mike, welcome to the Experience Milwaukee podcast. Well, thank you for having me. Uh, this is uh, this is really cool. Um, uh, I'm I'm excited to learn. Uh, we're we're here tonight to talk about or today or whatever it is to talk about Izzy Hops, um, a place. I'm going to be honest. I have never been, and I'm pretty mad at myself about that. So, I have been to some of your other establishments in past lives. And uh, so it's really great to have you on the show. So welcome. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, I'm a little disappointed you haven't been to my, <laughs> haven't been to Izzy Hops and here we are doing a podcast. I know. Sharing it. But now you can just kind of imagine it and I'll just take you through the experience and so can your <laughs> listeners. I am, uh, as I mentioned to you, I am, I cannot get enough of the video. So I'm watching the video and a couple of things stand out like, I'm I'm kind of a geek, so I I noticed the Perlick equipment or you've got there because uh, I've I've got a friend who works uh, for Perlick, and then uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to identify the different bourbon that you have. Um, like I saw Bullet, I saw Four Roses, uh, High West. I'm just like trying to pick it all out because I'm you know I I think no one no one is more disappointed that I haven't been there yet than me. And I was telling my wife, I'm like, we have got to get there and try this place out. Well, the bourbons um, played an intricate role in what we try to create. Um, we have uh, a great selection of tap beers, um, over 100 variations of uh, bourbons and whiskeys. 
mm -hmm. a lot of the unique ones came from our collection uh, as we uh, you know, had a 10-year run at Whiskey Bar. And we did a lot of uh, bourbon tastings, whiskeys, and scotches. So we decided to kind of create the same vibe on a smaller scale at, at Izzy's. Well, um, I'm going to... Uh, I, I, I don't usually start by jumping in and or, but I'm, I'm, I'm just so enthralled by it, but, uh, let's maybe back up a step and pretend that, uh, people don't know you or don't know Izzy's and, and let's just maybe give it just a background on both. Um, well, a little bit about myself. Um, I've been in the bar business since I was 17, uh, back, uh, when I was younger, drinking age was 18. And uh, you could bar 10, 17, and I worked at Fatucci's uh, for a couple of years. And, and then I worked at uh, Marquette Bar for a few years. And downtown, I ran a club called the City Club. And I went out to Brookfield and tried the Brookfield thing and ran a, a, a place called McCormick Place. And, um, and then I just decided it was time for me to open up my own spot. And uh, my first... Uh, establishment was Murphy's, which is on Marquette campus mm -hmm. on 16th and Wells. Mm -hmm. And then, um, boy, multiple places later, um, <laughs> I've, I've opened up uh, Mantra Lounge below Beans and Barley. That was a really fun, extraordinary place. Um, and uh, then I opened up a second bar on campus called Caffrey's. And um, and went and opened up uh, whiskey bar, and then Izzy Hops Belmont. It just kept going. <laughs> it's <laughs> kind of a crazy, crazy cat. Yeah, serial serial uh, entrepreneur there. It's fun creating. It is. I think it's. Uh, I mean, I've always had a um, this this uh, like I don't know what you would call it, but would couple of things either would want to just have my own coffee shop or have my own bar where basically you just get to hang out and talk with people about cool shit and have great drinks um but i can't um i i see it from a very romantic perspective i i i know the work that goes into it and the stress um so i i that's why i would never and have never and probably will never do it but man kudos to you for for having so many concepts that you've opened up so many projects that have been successful. Thank you. Um, I'll tell you it, um, you have to have a passion for it. Uh, definitely. If you want to go into it, it's certainly not a hobby. It's, there's a lot of risk involved, just a lot of scrutiny, mm -hmm. especially online today. You know, you always have a critic, you get some that love you and the same amount that turn around and hate you. Right. Um, and it's a shame because it's, you know, envision you buying a house and de decorating it and inviting a bunch of friends over and telling <laughs> them to bring their friends. And they come in and they go online and post about how crummy your house is. Yeah, right. <laughs> that would suck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it does. But um, I'm kind of desensitized. I don't even pay attention anymore. I just keep creating and having fun and hope that people appreciate it. And you continue to create memories. Right, right. And uh, one thing that I, I brought up to you before we started recording was um, the outdoor seating is looks amazing. And you've got a little story behind that. Oh, yeah. Um, the parklet, 
which is a patio and street where cars park. Uh, that was really big in Europe. And um, on my latest trip, that was probably like 15, 20 years ago, I was in San Juan, Puerto Rico, and um, we saw uh, the parklet um, in the uh, San Juan neighborhood. And on our trip uh, to Italy, we saw parklets there as well. So wherever we go, we see these little little small cafe seating parklets. Didn't know what they were called, but I, I came talked to the city of Milwaukee and said, hey, we ought to do this. Um, I was on that board on North Avenue since uh, 1998. Uh -huh. And uh, they kind of laughed at me and said, oh, that's unsafe. Oh, boy, yeah, that, that'll never work. Um, people need parking. Right. And, you know, sometimes a city, it takes them – five to 10 years to catch up to what's hip. Um, I don't mean a city of Milwaukee residents. I mean, city politicians and yeah. the whole bureaucracy of it. Well, then finally they're like, okay, you know what, let's, let's do it. So, um, Nick Kovac, the alderman and a few other city officials that we became friends with, we all kind of sat down and, uh, decided to, uh, to put something together, regulations and, um, Boom, we opened up our first parklet, got a lot of uh, attention, and that was, God, it had to be about um, seven, eight years ago when uh, we first brought it out. And and now they're everywhere. Yeah, they are. They're very, uh, they're very cool. Um, it's definitely um, a great vibe um, for a neighborhood. Yeah, that's a good point. I've I've always thought about it from uh, um, you know, just a, a customer perspective of, oh, I I get to sit outside at any you know almost any place I go, and um, but it does create a great vibe for the neighborhood. It does. It creates um, what a true neighborly feel is. It's cozy. It's social, um, and you know we're all social creatures. But that parklet not only tells you about the people in the neighborhood it tells you about the people that are inside of your establishment so you don't have to really peek your head in you mm -hmm. can just see who's there and right. it's a welcome mat to who you really are yeah and and you know i think what's interesting and i see it in the video and um already getting it from you and uh it's uh that 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 east side neighborhood is um and all the all the guests we've had on and the business owners, it's um it's just a great group of people. Uh, the the uh, neighborhood bid board or the um the neighborhood itself. I think uh, everyone, but I, I'm I've been particularly uh, impressed and excited by the uh, business owners that have come on to talk about their you know unique businesses on the east side. Um, I'll tell you. Uh... I've been on the east side all my life, um, and I've watched it transform multiple times. And this last transition was a interesting experience for me because I was confident what was coming. Um, while people were uh, saying, "No, the east side's dying. Oh, the east side's changing. Um, it's, it's going under." It's overpriced. They had, everybody had, a, had their own comment about what it was, but they couldn't see what we were seeing through our glasses, and that was uh, development. It was inspired business owners that wanted to transform the east side 
to kind of cultivate it to be what what we all want to envision it seen and that was to be mature artistic um a lot of music uh you know owner occupied business owners that have passion and you know we have a bike path we've got um, access to the lakefront uh, there's so much it has to offer how many places have a library a theater that right. we have yeah. you know it's super cool i've i've parked in that many in that uh library many a times in that parking lot and you never went in uh no i just went to the bars <laughs> oh great <laughs> um so uh what's uh what's behind or do, the inspiration behind uh opening Izzy's and the, and the name and everything. And, you know, how did that all come about? Yeah, I like to meditate a lot. And when I, when I have a project, I like to put thought into it. And I had a very, um, I had a role model in my life that um, really spent a lot of time with me that I was very fond of. And that was my mother. And she was very talented. She was an incredible businesswoman. And she had spent a lot of time with me, um, guiding me through the paths of my life. And I think is a tribute to her. Her name is Isabella. Uh, we all called her Izzy when we were kids. Um, I told her before she passed away that I'm going to name this place after you. And uh, I want it to be, you know, extraordinary, very warm, uh, rustic, um, just have a great neighborly vibe um, where everybody can feel good being in there and um, slapping that name Izzy and hops together has a nice little ring to it because yeah. of, uh, of uh, our selection of craft beers. We have uh, 30 craft beers on tap and okay. they're all extraordinary. And I let Kelly, our bar manager, Kelly Burns do all the pickings. So she's very <laughs> talented at that. You empower all your staff and everybody takes a role and it's pretty exciting. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great, that's just a great story. I think, um, uh, we had, uh, Jeff from Beard MKE on and he had a similar story, but with his dad and, uh, was inspired to, uh, to open that store, um, from that, from that experience too. Um, Man, it's hard to hard to go from something that's a very inspirational story and go go to the next question. It doesn't doesn't seem like fair to uh to uh, ask about the the things there, but um love the love the bourbon selection. You mentioned craft beers. I'm big on uh and and Adam and I try like to try a lot of things. Uh what sort of uh what's what's like the most popular bourbon and or craft beer over there you know i'll be perfectly honest um there you know like you mentioned uh high west those have been very very popular mm-hmm. um and uh the rye whiskeys the bullet rise are popular uh you know i know that kelly enjoys making old fashions <laughs> uh, with a lot of these brands and we're definitely known for our old fashions most of our cocktails are are made from scratch and um, we also own the Belmont Tavern. So we brought Vin over, uh, Vin DiMatteo. He's our senior mixologist. 
he's created our specialty cocktail list using a lot of the local bourbons and whiskeys. Um, so that's been a big deal. Now our craft beers, I, I don't drink a lot of craft beers because it, I have like a more of a gluten issue. Uh-huh. So um, I will say that um, the one that I did try, which was a, a porter based uh, bourbon cask flavor. I wish I can remember the name of it, but uh, Kelly just turned me on to that. It's on tap right now. Um, but you can go to um, Untapped, and our tap year changes every two weeks. So when you get a hot one, it's gone right away. We sell growlers <laughs> continually. Yeah. So, man, Untapped is a great resource for people if you haven't uh, uh, signed up for that. But Izzy Hops is a popular hub on that app. Yeah, um, I'm scrolling through and seeing a lot of good stuff. Um, and uh, also, you've got uh, interesting, you've got press. And my wife's a huge press fan. Uh, the press cocktail? Uh, no, the press uh, hard seltzer. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, right, exactly. Um, you know, it's interesting that the uh, whole press came about um, years ago. It was started by this uh, a guy named Alex Morasco, and he wouldn't, he wouldn't, uh, it was straight uh, fresh ingredients, he'd call it. It was cucumber, uh, black cherry, but he never uh, had it, uh, added alcohol to it. And I told him, I said this to him probably. 10 years ago, I said, you know, you really should add alcohol to that. <laughs> and it would be really popular because he really branded it nicely. And then he did. And look what happens now. These are hotter than a pistol. All these brands are mm-hmm. the hard seltzers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how, how, uh, what's sort of the state of operations over there right now? Uh, I know you've got, uh, curbside and carry out and, um, How's everything sort of coming back uh, for you guys? Well, unfortunately, we're in the city of Milwaukee, and we are not open. Uh, the mayor has not uh, been happy with the numbers out yet, so we have to uh, continue being in the standstill, which is very painful for us financially, mm-hmm. um, all, all city of Milwaukee and business owners are suffering right now. We're so grateful by the, um, the team in our kitchen. We do a shared kitchen with Tavolino, um, Italian restaurant that hasn't even opened yet. And, uh, we partner on our food at Izzy's and, uh, Tavolino. So we've been showcasing their menu and doing carryouts curbside. And it's been fantastic getting the product out. Unfortunately, you know, food doesn't pay your bills. You right. know, it's the consumption of all the other brands that you need for beverages. And um, it's been it's been sur- just survival right now, doing the best we can to recover from this. We just need to open safely. Yeah, and uh, I love that. Uh, I mean, it's, it's at least a boost. Um, this Eastside On program, which, you know, is... Uh, the Liz Brodick over there at the bid is working to just put a light on uh, businesses each week on the east side and get a rally everyone around making some kind of purchase, whatever they can. Um, because, yeah, you're right. It 
I, I can't imagine it's it's been what three months now yeah it's been three months um right after st patrick's day um it just it just hit us uh-huh. it, it's almost like a dream uh, a bad dream or being on a, a really bad vacation <laughs> yeah <laughs> where you're you know you just sit back and it makes you you know the good thing about it does make you appreciate what you had and family life i have you know two boys my wife and uh, we have more family dinners now and talk a lot more about things but it's it's just a real disheartening position to be in when you are helpless to what's going on yeah i can't i can't imagine um uh where i guess how can people uh, connect and or get involved and or help. Uh, I don't know if you guys are doing gift cards in addition to uh, or gift certificates or anything in addition to uh, the food. Um, but how, I guess how can people get in touch or, or just, you know, get educated on uh, besides izzyhops.com uh, where yeah, they can order? Yeah, you go to but... izzyhops.com. You can uh, go to our website. You can place an order. If you want to chat with me, go to our messenger on Facebook, if you're on or Instagram. And um, I respond to everybody. Um, um, if an email comes in, info at izzyhops.com, I will always respond to you. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, I, I'm really big on, um, on respondents, especially to our reviews online. If you look at um, all my establishments, you will see that everyone that has uh, rated our menu or their experience or had a complaint, I personally address each one of those. And uh, I gained some friends to doing that and customers are flattered that the owner actually reach out to them and, and fix things or even thank them for the review. That's awesome. And it's awesome and not common. You're right. Um, and I think that's why people are surprised, but, um, I love your authentic, sincere approach to this. Um, I'll add to that the the number for pickup is four one four two four nine four four eight nine, and uh, I think if there's any way to support people, should should get up and do that for sure. And um, like I'm, I'm looking at your bourbon list right now. You've got a lot of great selections on there, um, and uh, the cocktails look terrific as well so can't wait to get in there i think um we'll we'll definitely if, if it's all right with you sir, uh follow up with you when everything does open up and i uh, would love to come in and record an episode on site i'd love to have you there um yeah please go to our website and you'll find all our products on there and and uh, our menu we really appreciate it and uh thank you very much for featuring us uh, it means a lot to us yeah, well, thanks for coming on the podcast and, uh, you know, talk about response. You 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 responded, I think, in minutes or hours for sure uh, from a last-minute email. We were looking to to, uh, to get uh, our next uh, Eastside business on, and you jumped up and said, hey, I'm in, and I uh, really appreciate that and uh, having you come on and, and tell the story. Absolutely. And, you know, um, Liz, Liz Braddock is a very good friend of mine and um, a great bid director. And I've been on a board with her from the beginning. She has uh, really put her 
herself into this whole thing. And unfortunately she has to live through this experience as well. Right. And, and it's, it's, it's great to go through this with people that, uh, that really care so much. Yeah. And rally for you. Agreed. Absolutely. Cool. Well, thanks for coming on the podcast. Absolutely. Thank you right. for having me. Thank you. Sure. Cheers. Cheers.